swipe it down, and Leo, it'll swap you. Too. Don't swipe me. It makes my camera go all crazy. Well, I didn't do that. I it just no, I know. It, all of a sudden, it, it always does that. I don't know why. I know. I don't know why either. Hey, Dave, do you have your um um Canic? Sorry, Kyle. Do you have your Canic uh, on and or with you? Um. Not on me, but it's within a minute. Okay. Ra no, I round only, trip I only... minute. One minute. Okay. Cool. Uh, okay. Cool. No, because I had... Um, well, yeah. Because one of the topics I want to talk about today, I know everybody's got something to talk about, was uh, the red dot, like we had talked about that one day. Um, and I have, because the hollow suns came in, mm. um, so oh. I had a couple different examples. So I was like, oh, we can like look at the SRO versus... You know, the hollow sun versus just a regular RMR, like, you know. Right. So, but anyway, if we get time to get to that, we can worry about it then. Okay. It's a minute. And you you move with purpose, so I'm not super worried about it. Have you um have you installed it yet? Um, so it's not this one's not for my pistol, it's for my my rifle. It's an offset. Right. So I see it's that. It's gonna be the one with the low the, the LPVO that we talked about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's I haven't put it on yet, but this is so it'll can't like that. Right. Uh, I really like it already, though. I kind of like drive. Yeah, it was nice. No, go ahead. What? No, I, I drive fitted it. Is it like it's got a one by four on there? So I kind of just saw where it would be once I put the one by ten on it, and uh, I really like it. So hopefully I won't need to modify anything too much just because the the one by ten is like an inch and a half or it's an inch longer so i may need to get different rings for it so we'll see now quick question are you yeah. using your external mic or are you using your earbud mic i have to be entirely honest i'm not sure which mic is doing what <laughs> okay i actually don't see these i see it I flashing that's why i'm asking yeah i don't think that my earbuds i think they're literally just earbuds for like they're not like phone call earbuds they're regular earbuds so I'm pretty sure the mic is still doing the work of the picking up a voice. Okay. Because the last yeah, time I tried to do it, yeah. yeah, I don't think these have that. I think this is literally just for to listen to music. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so they don't have a built-in mic, is what you're saying? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm pretty sure my toner mic is still doing what it's got to do. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, uh, you can hear me, so somebody's doing something. Right, for sure. Uh, the only reason I'm I recommended we start using like mine. Mine is my mic, but right. um, going back to when we were all together in the same room and realizing that the external speakers were causing problems, right. if we use an earbud, then at least we can cancel any type of echo that we might get. Word. No, I mean, as soon as you said that, I, I figured what was going on. I just, I had, I, these have only ever been hooked up to my phone. So I had no idea if it was going to work or not. All right. So, well, welcome to episode 14 of the Casual Shooter Podcast. I'm Dave, your host, and my co-host, as usual, Leo and Chris. Say hello. 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 All right. Another week, another podcast episode. Um. Uh, the only real thing I have other than us uh, doing a comparison of sorts, 
I can even bring my Canik in because I got my three paddle mag releases and I've got them on so I can show the update on that. Sweet. But I finally finished my dry fire written schedule. For the year or just like it like would be so the schedule is actually I would share my screen, but we know what that's gonna lead to. So I'm Tragedy. not gonna do that. Yeah. Uh we'll lose Chris or Chris will lose us. We won't lose him, but he'll lose us. <laughs> so my schedule is actually I broke it down based on my work schedule. Okay. So it's seven days, but the seven days are the seven I'm sorry, it's six days, and they are the six days that I have off between st starting at the tour and going to the four days. So basically, yep. the first day is what I call gap day number one, which is today. Mm -hmm. So I'll work tomorrow. So I'll do today's dry fire probably tonight. I work tomorrow, and then I got to look at my watch to figure out what the days are. Tuesday is gap day number two. So I have a schedule of what I'm supposed to do for today. I have a different schedule of what I'm supposed to do on Tuesday. I work Wednesday. Then I have four day number one, four day number two, four day number three, and four day number four. And they're all a different set of skills. A lot, Some of them are the same skills. Like I do... Um, slap the holster and presentation to start right. every single dry fire mm -hmm. um, episode. But after that, I actually have the headline is what I'm trying to work on that day. It might be uh, transitions and trigger control. It might be who knows, you know, reloads. It might be whatever. But whatever the theme is that day, I'm going to have drills that coincide or include those items in there. Mm -hmm. Like one day is strong hand, weak hand, um, little things like that. Well, I so think then I, like slap the holster would be like your activation, like, okay, this is how I'm gonna start and then I'll do the actual, this is what I'm focusing on for the day. Yeah, and I actually got that from uh, Steger. Okay. So, and that's my act. That's actually what I have found is that's the best warm up exercise for me because I, I have found before I read his book and came across that drill that it would take me a couple minutes. I would have to start really slow on my presentation, say at 1.2, mm -hmm. and do that for a couple of draws and then, you know, go down to 1.0 and do that. And I would slowly build up my speed to get down to 0.7. But what I found was when I started doing this, what I call, what I term slap the holster, starting at a surrender. And so I'll hit my timer and then, but my timer is on my holster. So as soon as the beep goes, as fast as I can, I move my hand down and slap my holster. And that records my time. So I can look at, the timer and see that it's on average 0.32 seconds for me to go from surrender to slapping the holster and the beep is 0.3 seconds. So about the time that the beep is going the entire time, 
by the time the beep is over, I'm basically slapping the holster. So in that case, I can have my hand at the gun. By the end of the beep, I can have my hand at the gun. And then I go into my presentation because at that point, I'm kind of amped up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everything's up. My speed is where it needs to be. So I, I only do that for like eight or 10 reps, whatever it takes for me to consistently be right around 0.3 seconds. And then I go with the rest of my drills. Question. Okay. W would you ever modify that to be set at a part-time and, you know, like your, your gun's actually in the holster and now you're going to surrender to getting your, your grip on the gun and under the part-time? I could. I could set it at 0.3. Yeah. Because that way I know, but I, well... I, I, I don't know, just like a slight variation on it or. I don't know, because the beep is 0.3 seconds. And then if it beeps again, it's just going to sound like one long 0.6 second beep. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. hey, look, I'm, I'm doing it every time. <laughs> so oh, I don't my... know that I I don't know that I would. OK. That's fair. Mm -hmm. No, I didn't think about that. Uh -huh. That's a good question, though. I hadn't thought of it. Well, I mean, because you could do that with a couple, like, for your for your draw, like, from draw to actual presentation. Like, you can set that as a part-time and be like, hey, I want to be, you know, uh, sight up and on target within, like, that, like, that part-time. And then click, and what's my split between, you know, presentation, click, and then transition to next target or something like that. But... But most of the timers aren't that sensitive that they're right. picking up. They're not going to pick that up. Yeah. Right. Stupid timers. Now, I've seen some videos where they are if you keep them close. But yeah. Well, and they, some of those people have the wristwatch ones that they're like right there on your hand. Um, and then you can like really lower the sensitivity or raise the sensitivity. Make it so it hears everything. Yeah. yeah. You've got to increase the sensitivity. There you go. So. Okay, well, so then you do, like, so you've broken it down, so I guess your six drills for the days, are you going to do that? So, like, when you come off a shift, are you going to, because you you're at a busy station, come off a shift, go to bed, take a nap, do whatever, and then, like, is it going to be afternoon, evening? Like, when are you going to, like, what time of day are you going to be doing your drills? More than likely evening. Like oh. after dinner, because the dogs at that point are um, going into sleep mode, more or less. So probably about eight, between 7.30 and 8, they're curling up uh, on the couch or with somebody to snuggle down. So at that point, I can go out and be uninterrupted with dogs trying to get to me and see what I'm doing. I think Huggy might have the right idea not having dogs. Uh, I'm okay with dogs. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with <laughs> no. working around it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I love all three of mine, but, whew, man, between them and two kids, I'd be like, 10 o'clock, all right, <laughs> which is what it's been for just, because I've been slowly getting into it, just, you know, draw and present. And even that's just like, whew, it's 10 o'clock. I got to get up at four, man. Like, I'm. I'm my I can't none of you can tell their bags underneath my eyeballs, but yeah. But so why don't you do it in 
since you're more of an early morning person, why don't you do it early in the morning instead of late at night? Well, so early, that would basically give me the weekend to do it. It'd only be two days a week. Why? Why couldn't you well, do it before work? <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. I mean, theoretically, I could actually do it at work because I have the blue gun that we use for when we have oh. violent patients. Right. So I actually have the blue gun. I could just take my belt to work and practice just my draw stroke at work. Well, no, you, you can practice more than that. You, but you can still, you know, pull on the trigger, put apply pressure. Right. So you can still practice trigger control, even though it's a little different. You could still do it, and you could definitely practice transitions. I mean, yeah. just look at the lockers. Yeah, if you, for sure. If you think about it, and when you walk in that locker room, <clears throat> like the doors right behind me, I just yeah. walked into the locker room. You've got lockers, lockers, and lockers. Yeah. I mean, you can transition back and forth. Just put a um, like a yellow post-it note, post-it note on different lockers and transition. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is <clears throat> my my only concern is now that the new like they started their PD started their new class on Friday, so it's gonna be really awkward when the their cadets come in and I'm like pointing a blue gun at their lockers. You better duck it down. Well, they don't come in till what six anyway. Oh yeah, no, I'd be I'll be well done by then. Exactly. Might have to start doing that now. That's actually a really good point. Mm-hmm. The sacrifices we make for the sport. Possibly getting arrested in my locker room in my underwear. Well, what? that would be interesting. <laughs> Just gun belt and underwear, nothing else. That's, that's like a mutual person we know. Well, you know. Yeah, not a judgment. No, 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 not at all. But I'm just saying, this has been done before. Truth. I don't know that you um, want that. So, so how how far have you projected your training calendar? Like that that is my that is my calendar for in perpetuity. Okay. So it never ends. The only thing that I have done. Um, I'm afraid to even try to bring up my, but I'm going to do it anyway. Open up my files real quick. Where are you file? Okay. Huggy's been so still, his lights turned off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. So the one other thing that I've added, the caveat is I'm pulling up the actual, it's, I put it in a word calendar uh -huh. by day. So come on, baby. There you oh, go. Oh, so like gap day one, gap day two, yeah. four, day, four day two, four day three. So four it's four. like six different training That's schedules. Uh -huh. um, uh, so I'm there now. So like gap, like today for me is reload drills. So I've got a bunch of different um, drills, and some of them are, you know, they're they're not just reload, reload, reload. There's actual um, like four aces, two reload, two, two reload, two strong hand and weak hand. You know, six reload, six. So like, like there's an example. Um, on Tuesday, I've got turn and draw, strong hand, weak hand drills, and since a lot of you know. Anyway, so I clumped those together 
Anyway, on days three, I'm sorry, the last three days of my training schedule, I am going to select a different classifier each day, and I'm going to dry fire a classifier. Nice. That's actually a really good idea. So I am going to go through the entire classifier list at USPSA mm -hmm. and dry fire each and every one of those classifiers at some point. So I'll be doing that three to five minutes, that classifier. So if it only takes 10 or 15 seconds to do right. that classifier and how, so everything is three to five minutes. And what I'm going to do is it's not a, a hard three to, if I get, if I'm, if I do it for three minutes and I'm like, I've been consistent and I've been pounding it out and everything's good, I'll move on to the next thing. If I get to three minutes and I'm like, I'm leaving time on the table or I'm sloppy or I'm not being patient, whatever, whatever it is, if there's a problem, then I'm going to reset the stopwatch for another three minutes and, and do it some more. So I don't plan on moving from that drill until I feel confident that I've mastered it for that day. Okay. And then I'll move on. So I got another question then. <laughs> okay. Are you going to, man, 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 it's like interviewing you today. Um, <laughs> are you going to record any of that? And not for like, oh, for like to publish, but to watch back for right. you and be like, hey, on this, I'm noticing that I'm, I'm jerking or this, I'm noticing that my transition isn't like a hard stop from left to right or right to left or anything like that. Um, I didn't plan on it because the whole reason I have not is the amount of time that it takes to set that up and do that portion of it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I'd rather spend that time doing the actual dry fire. Gotcha. Okay. If I'm finding, but what I have determined is if I'm finding that I get to a day and I'm having problems with certain drills Mm -hmm. or I can't seem to work my time down, my part-time or whatever, then I probably will video that particular drill to figure out what it is I'm doing to try to figure it out anyway, uh, to try to make that improvement. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I, I was just curious. Yeah, that definitely does take a lot more time. And then having to replay it, it and go back. Yeah, so that, that right. definitely is time-consuming. Yeah, and some of the some of the issue is where I'll be doing the drills. There's not a lot of room, so finding a place that the camera can actually record from is another right. issue. Gotcha. So there's a lot of different challenges with that. Understood. You can make but it I, romantic. I'll be like, "Hey, Jill, this is our date night. You want to video me while I <laughs> draw my firearm? I do it in my underwear. <laughs> yeah, that might turn her off, actually." Leo's not the only one that could shoot his gun in his underpants. <laughs> Don't recommend that, by the way, people. So it took a lot longer for me to get to that point to come up with my schedule and break it all down, but I'm feeling I'm feeling good. So now I'm really interested in Steger's new book coming out, Practical Shooting Training, mm -hmm. and then compare what I am doing, what I have decided I am doing, to what he feels someone at my level should be doing. Right. So I'm very interested in seeing that. He's, he's going to get real emotional when he's like, it's, it's just the exact same thing. Oh, my gosh. 
Or, I mean, it may be like, well, I don't know that I agree with them because I have these particular, you know, and not everybody fits in the same box. Right, absolutely. So there may be some things that, for like for me, accuracy's never been a problem because for the first 45, the last 45 years of my life, everything's been about precision. Right. Right. So now it's a matter of my problem is speed. So I've got to really work hard on my transition speed, my reload speed. You know what I mean? My, my vision, even my visual speed, mm -hmm. picking up that or focusing where I need to focus and, and shooting at the appropriate speed. And, and for me, it's right. everything's about speed. So I can shoot the center of the target all day long. That's not the problem. The problem's right. doing it, you know, today. Quickly, yeah, and, you don't not have taking all three days. The exactly. Yeah. I got oh you. my gosh, have either one of you seen that Florida Open video I posted? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man, that was so bad. Why? Why can I not? It, it, I, I sent. I sent the link because it's on my personal YouTube page. It's not on our page. Oh yeah, I, no, I haven't. I sent. I sent the link, so I created the video. Where I linked uh, oh. every single stage. Right, 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 right. But I mean, I had standing reloads. I had movement issues. I had lack of visual patience on targets, or I had to go back and, you know, I'd already transitioned to another target, had to go back. I had that once or twice at nationals, but you can, there was a huge difference in eight months between the Florida Open that I shot and nationals. I'm actually, I'm actually quite happy now looking back. And seeing my progress, I'm very happy with where I was at Nationals. So compared to eight months earlier at the Florida Open. Right. Well, I, I mean, mean then I, I think I made a comment on uh, Kevin's, and I, I never say his, uh, Fairfax. Kevin, whatever uh, his last name Yeah, is. I'm not sure. Kevin Fairfax. Sorry, yep. Kevin, I can't say your last name right. Um <clears throat> But he he put a video on on the on his Instagram about like with him just doing you know drills, and he was like, "Hey, I, I could do better." And it's the same thing though. It's like your comparison from Florida Open to Nationals. Obviously, you're happy about, but now Nationals is like your your litmus test for going forward. Like, okay, this was this is my new baseline, and now I have to progress from my new baseline. Like, there's not a it's a new level and now you need to move forward and, and get better from there. So that's what I like about that stuff is, okay, all you did when you improved was set yourself a new bar to hop over and, and keep moving. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if you look nice at stage one, yeah. Well, stage one in the video was not my first stage. Uh, that almost got me fired up. <laughs> All right. Um, but the other thing was like stage one. So the video goes in order, stage one to stage 11. Right. The problem is stage one was not the first stage I shot at. So, so it's not in shooting order. It's just in numerical order. Mm -hmm. And stage one is where I learned that you've got to be prepared to clean your magazines. Like I wasn't even prepared to clean my magazines. Mm -hmm. I'd not had any issues with it, so it wasn't a thought in my mind. And that was where 
that's where I was talking to Huggy about having problems with sand in the magazines. And that's where it occurred. And you see me in the, in that shoot house fumbling around with my magazine because it was all jacked up. The follower didn't want to go up. So the springs were messed up. It was just crazy. I probably lost 10 seconds there. And it almost seemed like every stage I was losing seconds somewhere. And it was obvious seconds, like not one or two seconds, like five, six, 10 seconds. It's like, right. oh my gosh. It was, it wasn't cringeworthy, but it was like, wow, man, I made so many mistakes. Yeah. Well, and it's not like those a half second or something like that, where that'll add up to a second or two. It's full blown seconds adding up to at a time. You know, yeah. 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 Which is that's that's a horrible feeling. By the time you're done, you're like, well, I'm going to I'm gonna go hang my head and download my bags we, and think about myself. Well, you know what, though? it I didn't at the time. I was losing that time, but at the time, it didn't strike me as how bad it was because my skill level wasn't there either. You know what I mean? Right. So I the thing was, is I was shooting on a squad with Wampler. So there were, it was Wampler and, and several other really good shooters. Um, so I was looking at it more like, wow, I, I suck in comparison to these guys. Right. But it wasn't. But I wasn't picking up on all of my mistakes. Mm -hmm. So, but now going back and where I'm at now and looking at the video, I'm like, oh my gosh! I mean, it was like I can check that box that I did that wrong. You know, I could I could write down thirty right. things and check twenty of them for each video. Right. They might all be twenty different things, but it was just wow! It's an eye opener. So yeah, your standalone performance as opposed to your comparative performance still wasn't what it should have been. Yeah, not even close. I got you. See, that's why I'm always scared to video myself. But then I'm like, well, I'm glad I did because now I know I was slow, or I, I like you said, I, I wasn't visually patient, or I didn't transition the way I was supposed to, or I didn't push off to the next array of targets with enough, you know, speed or whatever it is. Like my just uh, mobility isn't where it needs to be, or, or whatever. Right. So. Yeah, it's always good to to have that feedback. It just sucks when you're like, oh, the feedback is bad. Yeah. <laughs> I get that a lot. So, that's my life right now. It's the only way to learn. Truth. And I'm, well, so, I'm, so what else you got? Well, no, I, I think the other thing is it's helping me learn how to dissect my own video, you know, mm -hmm. and go, oh, wow. Oh, you know, and be able to put that down like, okay. Well, I really, you know, juiced that up that day, but there are a lot of things that I've already overcome and corrected. So that's a huge plus. So I, I didn't even look at the video like that anymore other than, wow, those were a lot of problems. I've corrected about 80% of them. Now I need to work on my speed and correct the other 20%, make that better, and then I'll be clo way closer to where I want to be. Mm -hmm. So Good. That's awesome. What do you guys have? Well, I, I know what I got. Huggy, what do you got? I'm not talking um, STDs either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a STIs. different podcast. Yeah, yeah. STIs right, now. Right. They changed the terminology. I, yeah. I am so, staying old school, sorry. Yeah. In that Those case, I'm going VD. Are, yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool, guys. <laughs> there you go. 
No, um, as for me, um, you know, sticking to training, I've actually started training actually, um, uh, uh, dry firing like, like January, not, not even January 1st, it was like December 30th, 31st. I started dry firing already and I've been working on, um, just, you know, everything from quickness from surrendering, surrendering stance, uh, all the way down to, you know, presentation movement i've been working on a lot of magazine changes uh so i'm i'm really putting in time uh for me usually the time that i i do it is probably in the afternoon slash evening time um downstairs in my basement that's usually where i go into my man cave area set up everything and uh i've been working on quite a bit down there and uh and just getting myself ready for the next season i'm excited actually because you know I'm excited that all three of us are pushing each other to perform better and do better. So um, I'm actually uh, looking forward to watch my improvements, especially now, like you said, Dave, you know, being able to uh, re- having ourselves recorded and being able to go back and looking at ourselves uh, from what we were before to now. So to be able to see that progress and to be able to say, okay, now I need to work on this or work on that. So um that's that's what i've been doing right now I also jumped up on the treadmill uh, since i have a treadmill downstairs getting my uh getting my uh, st- uh workout in on the treadmill but at the same time doing a, a pre- presentation on the on the treadmill which can be a little tricky at times you know got to make sure you got the proper footwork <laughs> it's all fun and games until your face meets the mat on the treadmill too you know i know i don't want to be one of the youtube uh Fails. <laughs> you, you get that weird, not actual rug burn, but just treadmill yeah. burn across your face. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. No, no, not at all. So, but no, that's that's where I'm at right now. I've, I've, I think I'm gonna try the treadmill thing at work. But just, did you see the video Nils put out? I was mm-hmm. actually gonna say that's probably why I started doing that because he saw his his tall counterpart Nils all up on there. And well, I mean, yeah. Steve Anderson's been. <laughs> saying that for a year or two now about dry firing on a treadmill. But I think I'm just going to do what Nils did, which is basically just extend your arms. I mean, where I'm at, nobody's going to care. And then turn and do transitions while moving. You know what I mean? That's what makes me nervous. I'm going to tell you right now. I was like... Milk. It does a body good. (laughs) <laughs> I, was, I was getting ready to do a turn and I could feel that I'm like, ooh, uh, maybe I'm going a little too fast and maybe I need to slow this thing down a little bit. Well, you're not like, supposed to do ooh. it in an actual run. Yeah, no, you're definitely not. <laughs> I've well, seen that seven and a half miles an hour. I saw what happened to somebody who loses their balance on a treadmill. Yeah. I was I was once at a um oh I don't remember the name of the gym now. It was it was one that had been around here. Um, a health and fitness, something fitness, health. And, but anyway, we're like running side by side on the treadmill. And all of a sudden I see this guy stumble and all of a sudden he disappears from my view and I hear a crack. Well, at this gym right behind the treadmills was like a wooden fence because they had a track around the gym. Well, he, he lost his balance and was thrown off of the treadmill and slammed right into the fence. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. That is it a was human quite projectile funny. 
ladies yeah. and gentlemen. He broke yeah. the fence. He hit the fence so hard. I can only imagine what wow. the fence broke on him. Wow. <laughs> he was in a clump. I was going to say, was he snoring? Like, <laughs> well, not quite that bad, but <laughs> oh. <laughs> it still doesn't feel good. No. So what else you been doing? Um, that's about it. Uh, of course, you know, getting our account together of, uh, you know, start to figure out ammunition-wise, and I'm trying to see where things are, you know, primer-wise, so that we can get, get ahead of the game there. And I know everybody's looking for primers. Uh, so just trying to make sure that we have enough for the season to get through the season. So hopefully, I am hoping and praying that this whole thing will kind of slow down here soon. but. I doubt that. Uh, probably not since January 6th. Yeah. Did you see there's already been anti-bill legislation submitted? Yes. One of them, that if, if someone reports that you didn't store your ammo and weapon properly in your house, that bill would give the authority to police to come into your house and investigate. I just don't see that going through. I really don't because I'm like going now they're saying that they're going to be able to come into your house. It's like, mm, I, yeah. I, I don't disagree with you. Okay. <clears throat> my point, my point here is that they're going to go to no ends to do everything they can to take stuff away, make things harder to get. I mean, you've already heard Biden when he was campaigning said mm -hmm. he's looking to end online ammo purchases. So now you're going to have to do all ammo purchases in person. So there's a lot of stuff they're looking to do. So that's why I am not optimistic that this is going to end anytime soon. I mean, you could do snail mail, right? You guys know how to write in cursive. <laughs> At least they taught, you in, they taught you in school anyways. Yeah, I don't. I Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. And I'm not I'm trying to turn this into a political conversation. I'm just saying I don't because you brought yeah. up. I hope it ends soon. I don't think it is. Yeah, I, I would uh, agree with that. <clears throat> well, I'm just trying to trying to uh, what's the word I want to say? Huggy, ever the optimist. Hopeful. Yes, for once in my life, I'm trying to be the optimist. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So other than that, um, I actually, you know, been working on marrying. Um, oh, you trigger in. <laughs> you that's easy. That's easy. I, problem is, I think of the human every time you said, I'm like, oh, right. The firearm. Yeah. 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 How's she looking? So, um, she looks great. She, uh, I put the new, uh, Freedom Smith trigger in. And then, of course, I ordered another one, too, another trigger. I, I saw on there. And I know Dave said he was having a hard time. Uh, they don't have the stuff. selection I want yet. They're still right. too low in their stock. Yeah, so um, so I found another one that I actually really like, so I'm going to switch that out. But actually, I, I like it. I mean, with that tungsten rod and spring just dry firing, it just feels good. I just, oh, okay. I'm, I just need to get out and actually uh, fire it. And actually, I'm uh, hopefully on this four-day, I'll be able to fire it and uh, see how I give you guys a report on that. Yeah, it's going to be my question is when you're going to actually shoot it. Uh, yeah, this four day, this four day, I'll be able to shoot it. And uh, 
I'll give you guys a report on the uh, next podcast on how it works out. And actually, I'm going to uh, set up a, uh, an actually outdoor uh, target. So uh, I have a place up here uh, that a, a gentleman, uh, a colleague of ours, has allowed me to go up there and shoot. I thought you were going to say a gentleman of color. <laughs> I gotta be honest. A gentleman of colleague of ours. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is gonna just getting yeah. so a, co- a colleague of ours lives up there. Yes, and uh, okay, he is. He's gonna allow. He already said that I'm allowed to shoot up there, so I'm gonna set actually set up targets and actually uh, be able to practice a little bit more live. You know, so so it's, I'm actually excited about that. Okay. So well. Yeah. Awesome for you. Have you Are considered you? have you considered the brass backstrap? No, I I just I don't know. It just feels so far everything just feels right. I'm just going to fire it and test it out, you know, and see what it feels like. Um I just I don't know. I just I like the way it feels right now. I the weight and counterbalance, my big hands, it just it just sits there, you know. So I, I just like it the way it is. That Canic is, I love it ever since they came out with it. I love my DA, SA, SF, SFX, SFX. I love them all. They just fit right. I haven't really had a lot of problems. Speaking of which, though, um, I'm a little, a little, a little hurt uh, with Canic because I'm kind of trying to figure out like why over in Europe they get a lot more um, cool stuff, I guess you could say, just like the dry firing equipment that they can actually put in for the Canik. I mean, there's a company over here that has something similar, but it's made for Glocks and everything else, but it just doesn't. And I think they started making it for the Canik, but it's so expensive, and I'm like, oh, come well, on. Well, Glock's been what here for 35 years. are you talking about? I'm sorry? What, what equipment are you talking about? Um, it's called like a, a dry... Uh, it's a dry fire system that you can actually put into your gun so that you can like with our canics when you're firing and you get multiple you can get multiple firing out of it instead of just one click and then just feeling nothing it actually gives you the recoil and everything um dave what was the name of that uh company that you had found that you made it for i don't even remember now that's okay they're not a sponsor Right. I think it was like Cool Fire or Cool Laser or something like that. But it had, basically, it was like a CO2 cartridge. It was inside the magazine that they made for your gun. And then they put, uh, you change out the actual barrel system, uh, the barrel in your gun and put it in. And then it functioned that way, allowing you to, when you pull the trigger, it allowed you to feel a recoil and feel a firing effect of the gun. So, Canik has made something for theirs, but it's, of course, it's over in Europe, and I, I've been looking on the Canik USA to see if they would put it over, you know, bring it over here, you know, but I don't, I don't understand why. I'm going to I'm gonna interject on this one. Uh, I feel like Dave and I may be on the same page, just given his facial expressions. Um, I feel like it's probably a little bit of a waste of money on that one. I don't know. I... If you're gonna do that, just get an air pistol and you know, go go shoot teeny boppers in the in the woods. <laughs> I think dry firing is probably without any of that is probably gonna be just as effective as I don't know. It just seems like a lot of work for not a lot of actual I, payoff. I would test it out if they had one over here because 
Um, like he's saying, it is supposed to give you, uh, I even think it actuates the slide. Yeah. I think it's like a solid barrel, so the pressure causes the slide to... It's going to give you like felt move. recoil that you would get if you actually right. fired the... And in, and in a situation where, you know, we have the... Like, like we know we have a finite number of primers, right. finite number of ammo or powder and bullets and brass... It might be one of those things where it might be beneficial enough where if you went to a range and set up an array of targets, you could actually do live fire with this system versus expending what finite materials you have that you could shoot in a match. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. So I, I wouldn't mind. I would like to try it out to see if it's you know even possible to do that because I think... I think that's where the benefit would definitely be. And it actually, I tried out something similar to that up at the uh, Sportsman's. Uh, uh, the one in P the PA? Yeah, in, pa in yeah. PA. I, I, they, had a, they had something up there. Um, and actually, it was really nice. They had it with a 1911. Um, and uh, it was actually really nice. It was really cool. But yet, you, you if you want to advance it, you can actually install install the software onto your computer system because it has a laser in it and you can actually project it on, on the wall and it actually picks everything up. So, you know, you can, you can make, make it bigger or just keep it small, you know, so it is, it is what you want it to be. So, but my wife says that to me all the time. <laughs> keep it, keep it small <laughs> or can you make it bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've had pneumatic guns around for decades, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but the ability to use that in a, in a real gun and not a gun specifically made for pneumatic operation is fairly new. Um, that's why I say I wouldn't mind if there was a place where we could go and shoot it and try it. I, I, that would actually be a pretty neat little test because I think there could be benefit if you could literally take two or three magazines full of CO2 cartridges or five or six magazines full of CO2 cartridges where you can get 20 or 30 rounds out of each one and just go and do that. I think there is benefit, especially, you know, cause then you can get used to doing the visual patients with tracking or watching your sites, your dot, yeah, front side, come back, seeing it come back down on the target, you know, little things like that, as long as it's comparable then there is benefit for sure. Well, but that, yeah, that's really my sure. big question about it is for co like cost benefit analysis, like how much are you going to be saving in doing something like that for, cause it can only, it's not going to, it's not an indefinite supply of CO. So like how much are you going to be spending? How much are you actually going to get out of it as far as training um, for it to actually show any benefit? So that would be where I would be curious to see if it, it really did actually make an impact on your training. I, I and, would and you, and you go, go ahead, go ahead Dave. I was gonna say, and you know, I'm really surprised that like a lot of the indoor ranges hasn't you know come up with something like that where it's like, hey, look, if you want to use the pneumatic system in your gun, you, they could set up something where you could go in there and shoot like that, you know, versus using live ammo like you were saying. Well, and if you think about it, this is where. All right, so let me back up. The first thing I was going to say was, I think in the atmosphere of today, I think this could be 
very fiscally responsible because let's say it costs you $600 for the setup. CO2 cartridges are, are cheap. Okay. How much are, how much are we spending now on ammo? 50 cents a round, mm-hmm. you know, or more. A lot of places I've seen now it's 60 cents a round for nine mil. It's not going to take long. That's so basically what we're saying is that 60 cents a round, that's one case of nine mil for one setup. So you've already bought a case of ammo. Now your cartridges are much cheaper. So I would think very quickly your cost output is much less than you would do with real live fire. Again, it comes down to, is it a comparable recoil? Or are you getting enough benefit from tracking your sights and, and transitioning? Because look, I think if I was able to get a hold of something like that and use it in my garage where I can practice moving as, as soon as I can get that second shot down range with an, a compressed air system, uh, I think the benefits are ridiculous. But mm-hmm. without testing it, I'm not putting right. out six hundred dollars. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's that's way too much money to gamble with. I'd much rather spend sixty cents around and buy a case of ammo. Yeah, because you but, know you're going to get some return on that. Yeah, as far as exactly. Yeah. Or even shooting it in a match. Right. I mean, that's four local matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. So well, if they want to reach out to us, by all means, please feel free, and we're happy to test your product. Yeah. Later. We'd love to be a sponsor, sort ish. Or you'd yeah. be a sponsor. We can be bought. No, I'm kidding. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> we have integrity. Liar. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> we have integrity. There's Huggy's air quotes on that one. Now, the other yeah. part of that was imagine if it did work. And now you go with Huggy's real uh, fetish, which is laser sighting systems. Uh, now if you could do both of those, you could literally set up an array in your house or in your backyard and actually shoot like an, um, a stage and -hmm. you would know where you hit, uh, you would get the recoil. So you could, there's a lot you could do with it if it works out the way it's advertised. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Hugging your laser thing. We should just go to laser tag. (laughs) <laughs> we clean up it's alright he's in the back of the stack and we'll get in there and just destroy a bunch of 12 year olds <laughs> first case scenario we'll just use you as a human shield and be like doo, 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 doo. There right, you go. right right there you go I get on my brother about that all the time he's like I can't shoot without a laser I'm like well then you can't shoot man yeah, like, yeah. yeah. that's a whole other thing not the brother that, that works with us Different brother. Okay. The oldest okay. one. I'm not going to drop his name on this one because I don't want to hurt his feelings any. The one that lives in <laughs> another state. No, 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 no. That's the older one. This is the oldest one. <laughs> okay. This, I know is, the one, this is the one that's your guys' age. I know yeah. which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Him. We've discussed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I just want to be able to put a laser on things. I'm like, okay, <clears> well, maybe just learn how to shoot. But that's yeah. neither here nor there. Correct. Good for him for. Creating jobs for people that put lasers on guns. America. Um, there you go. What else you got, Huggy? So we want to do the CO2 thing. We got your training stuff 
Have you? Yeah, I actually have you act, like, but have you been feeling like it's getting better? Like, do you feel good about the setup and training and all that stuff? Oh my god, yeah. I'm like, so it's, basically, it's, I'm buying a lot of appetizers. <laughs> Great. Um, maybe. <laughs> Wait, my feet are looking really expensive right now. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you like you said, you beat me a couple stages and everything like that. You got me. I mean. But it's it's just fun. I love the fact that you and I push each other and we are just and we have a good time. And that's the part I love. I love how we have a good time and just just roll, you know, and, and that's and that's it. So um, I'm looking forward to it. But I'm also looking for the improvement of both you and I and just uh, you and I to go from that uh, U class to, you know, a D class or C class. You, I mean, can, can you really call you a class? That's, I mean, that's like scum of the earth, basically. You can't because it's no unclass. It, it, by yeah, definition, okay. yeah, no. by definition, you can't call yeah. it a class because it's unclass. Okay. You're right. It, you're it's right. Just, okay. All it means is you haven't shot enough classifiers to be classified right. with that gun in that division. That's yeah, all it right. is. So, yeah. so okay. So then I would say. I look forward for us to classify ourselves in a higher level. There you get go. A class. I just want to get class. Well, yeah. like I said, that's simple. All you have to do is shoot one percent, and you're no longer on class. Boom. That's cool. We could be uh, the one percent. We're elite. We're so elite. We're one percent. We're the one percenters. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're gonna make like a patch. One right. percenter, not just losers. <laughs> How many of yeah. you can claim you're part of the one percent? Yeah, That's right. trademark, <laughs> verbal trademark, right now. We can't have that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it'll be awesome. <laughs> so for, looks- for, I will have to say this: we can't, we can't use the diamond. We can't use the diamond. We'll have to come up with another uh, something else. Oh, we can't, can't use a diamond. An opal. <laughs> can't we use can do an opal. Yeah, because that uh, simulates. Um, how to put it? There's motorcycle clubs use it for signifying uh, certain uh, Okay. Oh, I heard stimulate, and I'm like, I'm out. I can't do that. I'm married. I didn't say stimulate. It says simulate. Oh, <laughs> no. well, you gotta enunciate. I did enunciate. <laughs> Look, you just got something else on your mind. That's all it is. That's true. That is very true. You need to pronunciate and enunciate. <laughs> you talk right. And and not stimulate. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I see you you know you're you're like in the fifty shades of gray mode. That's all. No, it's because I haven't got this check yet. That's why. <laughs> really? Everybody else has. I don't know. Maybe I made too much. Uh whatever. Uh, okay. Well, it, it, you got anything else, Huggy? No, uh, nothing else. Nothing else. Dave, you got anything? Because uh, we're—I just—I don't want to run too long today, just because our our interview was verbose. Um, but no, the big thing, uh, kind of like we were talking about a little bit in the beginning, um, and we we've talked about it a little bit before, uh, in particular with you, Dave, because you actually shoot carry optic, um, and that is. Ultimately, I think the goal at some point, once I, you know, one, uh, at least for myself, once I actually get a very 
good like my fundamentals built up and I, I feel like I'm in a good place as far as in production and you know I can be a consistent performer in either the C or B class kind of range uh, and not because I want to be classed that way just but I want that level of consistency as far as performance like I want to be a solid you know upper C lower B class level shooter where I can consistently give that performance and, and do well once I get that I think I can transition over to carry optic and and feel like I'll, I'll at least have a solid foundation um but along that line is you know what 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 are the things you're looking for when it comes to uh, an optic for your carry optic like what are some performance measures or you know some quantifiable uh three things large window large window clear glass and a clear dot okay and I found okay. out with the RMR and the Vortex both that those windows are smaller. Mm-hmm. So it's much easier to lose that dot on recoil, transitioning, presentation, whatever, um, versus that SRO. Man, when you pull that thing up, it's that window is big and that dot is there. Mm-hmm. But that's also part of my problem, looking at the dot and not looking at the target. So Right. I well, found that so, looking for the dot makes you lose the dot. Okay. Well, so then in the other in the other aspect of that is now do you, is that the same thing that you're looking for for competition versus everyday carry or are there certain variations between the two that make one better for one application versus the other? Well, I mean the uh, I believe Trigicon even says that the SRO is designed for competition not for carry. Okay. So there's there's nothing out there that says it can manage the day-to-day uh, abuse that you might have with an you know with everyday carry whereas the RMR I mean that's what it was designed for. Mm-hmm. So that's why I moved the RMR to my everyday carry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and you know the my now we're getting into different things here with my competition site i'm okay with having to turn it on and turn it off right i don't need it on all the time but with my everyday carry now you got to figure out how are you turning it on so with my rmr it's on all the time right and now there's a bunch of them that you know like hollow sun has one that has the shake awake yeah basically when you draw it it's turning on so by the time you present it it's on it's there so those are the differences that I would be looking at. Not mm-hmm. quite so big of an optic for carry, but as big and clear as I can get for competition. Okay. Cool. The bigger the window, the better. I think the what the Romeo Max is all, like the size, almost the size of an SRO. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, and then there's, uh, I don't remember if it was you that showed me, um, and again, none of those are sponsors, by the way um grace optic the one that didn't have um mm. yeah so if yeah, this it's is the a v. regular red dot yeah it's just a v and there's no there's no frame at the top of it right it's, it's just the v yeah. with the dot yeah that looks pretty yeah. cool yeah and i don't know if that was just designed to fit on the footprint for for the sig 365 or what but that definitely seemed very interesting because now your your window is only limited by the the sides laterally, but everything Correct. else, whatever your sight picture is, yeah, 
So that actually seems interesting. And I don't know if that would be better for competition or or if that's kind of the compromise, like a hybrid for both. Um, well, just I don't, again, I don't carry a, a, a dot regularly. Right. And if it's if it's rugged enough, man, I can't imagine how great that would be for carry because it doesn't obstruct your vision. Right. You know, which same thing with competition. It's not, there's nothing there. There's no optic obstructing your vision. You can yeah. see everything. So, and, and that, I think that would be my biggest concern with that is just how durable is it going to be? And that, for either one, because yeah. I mean, yeah. people drop their competition guns. It doesn't happen a lot, but it, it does happen. So, yeah. the last thing I want to do is drop my less than cheap. Um, expensive competition rig and then be like well i now i need a whole new optic because it just didn't hold up to falling a couple feet well and i saw a guy dropping uh his pistol out of his holster back where everybody's uh carts and stuff were he was he was walking by a um like one of the stroller type Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah and the handle literally grabbed his pistol as he was walking by and pulled his pistol out of his holster, and it fell on the ground. Now, the good thing was, is he he said what happened, and I witnessed the whole thing, so I said, he is exactly correct. Right. He, he didn't pull it from his holster. He didn't even touch it. Right. The That device literally grabbed his pistol and pulled it out of his holster. So, I, And I can actually the, see that happening, given how yeah. those things are set up. Yeah. And the RO just moved everybody back. Yeah, picked up his gun, let him clear it, and then put it back in his holster. So, yeah, I mean, even you know, there's, there was, you would never anticipate something like that happening, but yeah, yeah, for sure, that's that is most definitely not a common occurrence. No, I can I can definitely see it happening, but that's not something I've I've ever seen happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, and good on the RO for not being a you know yeah. jerk about it, obviously, but. But yeah, that would for something like that. That would be my my top concern is just the durability of it. But yeah, yeah, I mean, me too. They they definitely all have pluses and minuses. And like you said, like Shake Awake, I would I would definitely want on something like an everyday carry. Not yeah. super worried about it for a competition, but yeah, yeah. In a, in a real world situation. That- I don't yeah. want to have to think about, oh, let me, stop. Let me turn oh, it on. Oh, okay. Let me get my yeah. brightness settings selected. <laughs> right. Well, I was going to say, speaking of the brightness, was Dave, remember how you said when you went to, I guess, the shoot house when you were in Florida, that the dot was, you know. Had, that was uh, on your RMR. Yes, that was on my RMR. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Right. So, I was yeah. thinking the Halo Sun now has that one where they have solar on it and i'm like what (laughs) this guy right here yes yes so it has solar on it so it actually charges the battery keeps the battery charged the whole time and um and i guess it's supposed to keep the clarity when you're going into uh dark uh no, so I just could, read the manual. It actually, yeah. you can adjust it for whatever setting you want, but it will also auto-adjust for the ambient light detected right. by that's the normal. solar cell. That's yeah. that's what the RMR does. Yeah. And that is what that, and I found it was at Shadowhawk, not 
Florida, okay. where okay. I found it was the um, Delmarva mm. in 2019, where I was under their covered building and the targets were in the bright sun, it was picking that up and dimming the dot, but I was in you the were, dark, so yeah. it was very hard to see the dot. Mm -hmm. So the SRO doesn't do So I know I have a weakness, or I, I know where the one weakness is with that RMR. Okay. So. Well, there you go. So yeah, no, I just, I mean, and that, and that is a very quick kind of down and dirty conversation about that. Obviously, that's that's a topic of conversation we could probably have a very extended uh, talk and yeah. probably an entire episode about. But um, yeah, because those came in, and I knew that uh, Nawaz was talking about getting them. I bought three because my Christmas money came in, and I'm like, I need, and they're all backups for my. So you, you did get your stimulus money. Well, it's called Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus birthday money is, is what that was. <laughs> so, Same thing. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I actually kind of wanted to bring that his name in there just because I know he would be jealous if he actually listened to the episode. Um, I was going to send him a picture of all three just kind of lined up next to each other because he was like, I want one. I'm like, I bought three. Uh, to be um, fair, he can be a little slow on moving on things. Oh yeah, he's still trying to buy my AR legally at a you know background check and the whole nine, just to be very clear. Um, but yeah, that's how that M1 got sold out from under him. I'm like, you took too long. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, did he ever buy a Swamp Fox optic? I wonder. No, but I did. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> I got time to wait, man. Stuff's got to happen. So, I agree. Uh, no, because he ended up getting that uh, the SC, the Canic. He did finally move on that, but well, that only took what six, seven months. Uh, about eight, yeah. Yeah, so. that's being generous because he was probably thinking about it before he actually started talking about it. Mm. It's all good, but yeah. So now I just wanted to get your a little bit of your feedback on that, and, and like I said, we could probably talk about that for quite a while. But that was really the big thing I had to talk about today, just because. I do have some Swamp Foxes on the way that will eventually be sitting on pistols. Okay. So, well, that'll be another show. Then we're going to have to do an optic show. Yeah. With that'll the be RMR, the SRO, the Vortex, the Swamp Fox, the Hollow yep. Sun, or as Chris calls it, Halo Sun. I'm sorry. Because it's got a ring. Because <laughs> I keep on thinking of Halo, the game, because I think it's Chief. You know, so. <laughs> oh no! The song started playing in my head as soon as you said it. I'm like, and I looked at the side of it. I'm like, maybe I've been saying it wrong. No, it's it's hollow. <laughs> there you go. Maybe it's the dot in the middle of the O that I keep. Don't blame the dot. It's not the dot's fault. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't don't do that. And the dot is not a sponsor. You're better right. than that, Chris. <laughs> Blaming an inanimate dot. Didn't do nothing to you. <laughs> Poor dot. That dot. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, well, that's all I got. So, that's all I got. Is that all you have, Chris? Uh, yeah, that's all I have. Actually, uh, I will have to say if you, any new shooters out there that um, 
good thing to do is to maybe go to USPSA uh, website because I noticed that they got some videos up there that you can uh, look at to see about working the, uh, the uh, tablet and actually some of the rules and everything of that nature. I actually kind of find it interesting now. So. Okay. Got some videos out. I hear there's videos on YouTube too. <laughs> I hear if you don't know how to use a tablet at this point in your life, you're not that smart. <laughs> That's just what I heard. That might be a rumor. But um, if you're an adult and can't figure out how to work a tablet, I'm talking about practice. Shouldn't be on a range. I'll be specific, specific with it saying practice, practice score app application. Now we're going to overemphasize practice score. Look. <laughs> Honey, I love you, and the only reason I get is because I know I'm going to have to buy appetizers on the first match. Man. Like, practice score. That's right. Oh, well, practice score. <laughs> What's your aggregate score? Yeah, you are not that southern, okay? Come on, man. Come on. Don't be that guy. <laughs> Just talk oh, sorry. oh, that's oh, hilarious. Ladies and gentlemen, I I'd like to apologize on behalf of the South. We don't want to talk about that. Uh, this episode of got, Humor is brought got, to you by Huggy. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently yeah. Kentucky Fried Chicken. And the letter A. <laughs> <is good. laughs> the letter A? <laughs> Holy mackerel. All right. Well, this is devolved very quickly. And I'm going to apologize. Oh, boy. <laughs> Everybody go to practice4.com and watch those videos. And type in the letter four. <laughs> P-A- you guys got anything else? Four. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, I'm out. All right. <laughs> Until next time. Don't be a little bitch. Yeah. Thank you.